And welcome to Talk to Talk. I am Buzz Eisenberg. And I'm Bill Newman. You know, this uh, region is um, just so loaded with so many wonderful agencies that, that uh, celebrate uh, the human condition and advance it in such positive ways. And uh, we have the opportunity today to talk to um, the executive director of one such agency that does work that is, um, well, off the charts in its goodness, in its efficiency, and in the way that it impacts on lives and our community. And that is the International Language Institute here in Northampton. I just want to lead by saying that recently I've been representing in my lawyer capacity a uh, young uh, immigrant recently came here. It came here in October, was separated from her husband, another young immigrant. Um, she managed to make her way here and came to Northampton seeking legal help and other help. And um, he was, of course, detained, sent to Texas, warehoused until two weeks ago when uh, we managed to get him out and had the most uh, touching, moving, I don't know, the words fail me sometimes, uh, reunion with his wife after being um, detained for, well, since October 23rd. Um, it was a remarkable reunion and made all the more remarkable because of his wife's progress. His wife, um, who was similarly situated to him, but for some reason allowed to come into the United States, um, she uh, got this grant. She spoke no English when I first met her in, at the end of October. Uh, she looked like a deer in the headlights. She was a uh, stranger in a strange land, separated from her husband and her family, uh, without resources because we, the United States kept them in Mexico until every one of their pennies were gone and then allowed her to come in. Um, and uh, she hardly understood anything that I said, and I didn't understand much of what she said. She went to ILI, the International Language Institute. She got a scholarship because of the generosity of that institution. And uh, until the end of March, she's been studying in an intensive language program there from 9 o'clock every day, every weekday until 2.30, and uh, eating lunch and making friends with the other classmates that she's had. And she is flourishing in a way that uh, takes my breath away. And I am so grateful to the International Language Institute, and we're so lucky to have the executive director of ILI with us today, <laughs> Carolyn Gear. Thank you for that, Carolyn Gear. Oh, well, don't thank me. Um, thank all the teachers and amazing students that welcomed this wonderful woman to our school. Uh, you know, we've been around since 1984 and celebrating 40 years now of promoting intercultural awareness and diverse communities through high-quality language teaching and teacher training. And uh, it's really important that we welcome everyone and that they feel welcomed to take risks with their language. And many of our students have similar stories to this young woman. And uh, they end up being in a community where they are able to talk with other folks in similar situations and know that they're not alone, yet be surrounded by excellent instruction and, as you said, the word flourish. You know, in, in reading about your mission on your wonderful website, the International Language Institute of Northampton's website, 
you can see that there have been thousands of students from 90 different countries, (laughs) from 90 different countries speaking all these different languages that have learned English and been assimilated into our communities and have helped our communities thrive. We could talk about diversity, Mm -hmm. but literally we are all better when we understand each other's differences and we can grow together. I'm just awed every time I look at your website. (laughs) And you know what? We're going to have a new one in March. So we're really excited about that too. Uh, But um, I also just want to point out that uh, the... Um, not only do we focus in on improving people's English, we uh, do all kinds of uh, language skill improvement, and we also have a world language program. We do teacher training. We do workplace. uh, But we also have a very large economic impact on the city of Northampton with international students. We're accredited by the Accrediting Council for Continuing Education and training, which allows us to issue a form I-20 that the student in their home country takes to get a visa, a student visa, and they come in on a student visa. And these students have to show that they have um, enough money to support their stay here. So many of them come to our downtown school. They live with area host families. Uh, We are always looking for wonderful folks that welcoming international students. So um, please think about that. And uh, they... They go out and they buy things, and the we pay stipends to our host families. So we're with a tuition-based program. We're adding um, an economic impact to downtown Northampton too. Indeed, we are, and a cultural impact. We did not want a stipend. We didn't want to, uh, but we took in this uh, young woman that we're talking about right now for a month. My wife and I, Marcine, and. Uh, it just enriched our lives so much to be living with this person from a different culture and learning more about them. Speaking of a person from a different culture, we have with us today a student in your your free English program, Carolyn Gear. Uh-huh. Who do we have? We are lucky to have David Torgas, who um, is sitting in the studio with us. And uh, David has a, an amazing story to, to share with us. Um, David, why don't you say who you are, where you're from, and how long you've been in the United States? Uh, good morning, everyone. My name is David Bedrettin Tokos. Uh, I am from Turkey. Uh, I have been uh, eight years in the United States. Uh, I I am living in Aguam right now, and I uh, study in, in English uh, in ILI. And it's really exciting um, with David studying in our new uh, free intensive English program that's in the morning. Uh, We just were awarded a five-year grant that increased our um, amount of student, uh, free English class student seats from uh, by 72%. (laughs) And so we're thrilled. But David, why don't you share how you arrived in the United States? How did you get to come to the United States? Uh, I applied uh, a green card for green card, and I got green card from lottery uh, in 2014. Uh, After that, uh, I have some friends here. Uh, I uh, 
spoke with them. Uh, I uh, just came uh, 2015 uh, in Pittsburgh, and uh, I start started to work uh, in our community center. Great. And did you come by yourself? Uh, or with your family? Uh, I am married. I have two children. Uh, my uh, son is six years old. My uh, daughter is nine years old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are bilingual. Yeah. Also, uh, my wife uh, is working Bay State as a sonography uh, technician. Mm -hmm. Great. I hope someday I can speak English as well as you, David. Thank you. Um, I want to go back to you, Carolyn Gear. And um, so, could you describe physically? Are these real classrooms? And how many different languages do you teach at Mm -hmm. ILI? Well. I just want to uh, mention the pandemic <laughs> and how the pandemic really impacted not only ILI, but everyone. And so before the pandemic, all of our classes were face-to-face. We created warm and friendly atmosphere. And then in February of 2020, I heard about something um, that we might want to look into called Zoom. (laughs) And so uh, I'm so impressed with our teachers. Uh, They pivoted quickly. We were doing emergency teaching, uh, but then we really uh, began to um, bring it back. And so we started teaching uh, on Zoom. all of our languages, and we teach Spanish, French, German, Italian, and Portuguese. We also do our teacher training um, online. And then uh, the sun came up again, and people started uh, coming back to classes face-to-face. I've always wanted our school to be an online, have an online component. Um, I didn't really want to do it that way. But we continue to have an online component. We've noticed more and more people prefer to be uh, in in class. Uh, we now have 10 classes that were 10 different levels of teaching English to speakers of other languages. We have four levels uh, face-to-face and four levels online. And it really lends itself to access, equitable access uh, to our classes because many of our students have uh, children or transportation issues and they can't leave their home easily, but they can access our free English classes uh, and our instructors uh, twice a week in the evening. And then we also have our in-person classes. You mentioned, Carolyn, uh, training teachers. Are they certified? Do they have certificates? Yeah, we work with the School for International Training in Brattleboro, and we have um, a group of um, – uh, we are uh, licensed providers of a teacher um, training certificate called the uh, Teaching English to Speakers of Other Languages. I think a lot of people call it English as a second language, um, and – we don't want to say that because many of our students that come to learn English, they're 
learning English as their third or fourth. So if you say teaching English to speakers of other languages, you're covering all your bases I, I've heard the acronym is T-E-S-O-L, right? Right, TESOL, yeah. So, Carolyn Gear, what I would like to know is how the International Language Institute here in Northampton, and you are here with us today because we are celebrating your 40th anniversary. Congratulations to Thank ILI you. for that and to the staff and to everyone who has supported the organization. That said, what I would like to know is how is it possible to teach speakers of all of these different languages English? You can't possibly have faculty that speaks, or could you, 20, 30, 40 different languages? Not really? No, and you wouldn't want to. Um, our focus is on making language real and accessible immediately. So um, a beginner level, let's say a beginner level Spanish class for folks that are listening. Uh, we're not going to be uh, talking uh, about uh, philosophical things at the beginning, but we're going to get people to feel comfortable by saying, uh, asking, getting people to be able to talk about themselves. Everyone likes to talk about themselves. And we focus in on speaking. Remember your language class in high school? Um, hopefully it wasn't like this, but you studied maybe four years of Spanish, and you could read and write. I mean, I studied four years of French, and I could say, le crayon est sur la table, and that's about it. But I could read, and I could write, but what good did it do me? So what we want to do is make language learning and teaching efficient so that it takes less time and you are excited about being able to communicate with people in your class and also going abroad and studying abroad and potentially teaching abroad. We are talking with Carolyn Gear, uh, the executive director of the International Language Institute right here in Northampton. It's the 40th year that ILI has been doing the incredible work celebrating people. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg. WHMP. And we are back. We are celebrating the 40th anniversary. 1984 is when the International Language Institute began doing the, wonder, the wondrous work that it does to this day. And I think it's doing it well. I don't want to denigrate what it's done in the past, but better than ever, Carolyn. <laughs> Gear. Um, so uh, while we're on break, we were talking about um, these the public adult education of Massachusetts and the fact that you get your money from donations and mm -hmm. grants. So could you talk a little bit about how you're able to do the work that you do? Yeah, um, we've have been able to teach free English classes for immigrants and refugees for 36 years now. And uh, the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education is now rebranded to the Massachusetts Adult um, Education, Public Adult Education. And they, uh, uh, it's partially supported, so it's not 100%. So the, we figured it's, it's about 65 to 70% that they support and we need to fundraise 
uh, for the rest, and uh, which we do, and we're so grateful for the uh, many businesses and individual donors that support our school, including Dean's Beans Organic Coffee. They provide a scholarship, and uh, we have two scholarships right now. Dean's Beans, uh, that um, so a student in our free English program can take our intensive English program and go from six hours a week to 21 hours a week. Uh, we have that scholarship, and then we also have the Richard Martin Memorial Scholarship. Uh, one of our um, our actual board president, Deanne Klofer's uncle, passed away, and he was a teacher, and he left some money, and she has created the Richard Martin Memorial Scholarship, which the young woman that uh, you spoke of at um, the top of the segment uh, is the beneficiary of that scholarship. As, as everybody who knows her. <laughs> Bill, you had a question for David uh, Togos. I do. D- David, I- I'd like to know more about why you came to the United States some eight years ago. Can you tell us? Yeah, sure. Uh, I wanted to give my children a better uh, future. Uh, so- something is getting worse uh, in Turkey. Uh, you know, uh, we have big economic economical crisis in Turkey and uh, we have authoritarian government. Uh, I want to stay uh, these conditions and I left my country. How hard was that to leave your country and come to a place? Had you ever been in the United States before? No. Uh, I came here uh, zero English. Uh, uh, My family uh, and my uh, childhood, my memorizing, my uh, c- career, uh, everything uh, uh, stayed uh, my back. Uh, it was it was difficult, but I have to come uh, myself and my children. Well, speaking of uh, David Togos and. Children, um, you are also now the director of the Peace Valley Foundation. Yes. Could you tell us in a minute what that is? Peace Valley Foundation is a community center. Uh, we uh, we have uh, Turkish volunteer and uh, Turkish Muslim community and volunteer. Uh, we are uh, we are the first generation in the United States. Uh, we we try to uh, integrate uh, to American society. Uh, we do uh, intercultural and interfaith programs, uh, iftar dinners. Uh, we clean our street. Uh, uh, we organize blood drive, turkey drive for homeless. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's really wonderful. It's just another way that you're experience at the International Language Institute has enriched our communities in, in Aguam and beyond. The Peace Valley uh, Foundation is affecting so many lives and, and so many communities in such positive ways. Carolyn, you, w- what I really, what struck me um, with the client that I mentioned at the top of the hour here was that she felt that her culture and her language was being celebrated at the same time she was told to stop speaking it and speak English. She never felt denigrated. She felt like she was being celebrated. How do you do that, and why do you do that? Well, 
we that is part of our mission to promote intercultural awareness. So it's so rich. Uh, if you came into our evening program uh, where we have probably close to um, 60 students uh, in the evening. It's like a mini United Nations. And we, uh, during coffee hour, uh, we have a break and we share with folks that please speak your first language too so you can communicate. And the higher level students are helping the lower level students um, navigate and become friends and help uh, each other. And the more we know about other cultures, uh, the better off we are as a human being. And many of our students in our intensive English program uh, go on to college. We have uh, uh, conditional admission agreements with 12 colleges and universities. And they will get their degrees and go back to their home country or go back to their job. We have um, workers here from international companies. And they'll go back and they'll be remembering sitting next to that person from Taiwan or from Iraq or from Afghanistan or from Bolivia. And when they're doing international business, they're not thinking of a country. They're thinking of a person. Mm. I also just want to say the last time I saw the client, uh, I said, so what are you doing in class right now? She said, we're working on INGs. Can we talk <laughs> INGs? So we spent, you know, we were talking jumping and cooking right. and every ING, every verb that we could think of. And uh, she was contextualizing it in a sentence because she loved what happens in class and wanted to bring it outside of class with her. And and that's a really great um, opportunity to practice pronunciation because in English, what you see is not what you get. And so anytime you hear someone who hasn't worked on their pronunciation, they'll be saying jumping, singing. And so the best thing you can do is remember not that last G. But um, also we want to bring our students out into the community. Uh, so as we speak, uh, they're giving, getting a tour at Forbes Library and uh, probably in the Calvin Coolidge Pre Presidential Library right now. Uh, and the idea of a public library is so unique in the United States. And just the idea that you can go in and check out library books and see Paco, <laughs> the fish. Uh, and also it's, it's great because... These opportunities allow our students to bring, to feel comfortable and bring their families and their children to the library and know that they, yes, they do belong, not just at our school, but in our community. Well, Executive Director Carolyn Gear, before we um, say goodbye, I want to ask you a Bill Newman question. What has been involved with this project for all these years? How has it changed you, if it's changed you? Well, first of all, I do want to say that this school started in 1984 by two remarkable women named Janice Rogers and Alexis Johnson. Lexi was the executive director until she retired in 2015. And um, I came on, uh, there's only been two executive directors, and as the school <laughs> celebrates 40 years, I'm celebrating 38 years at the school. And yes, it has changed my life. I've been blessed with um, working at a school that has an incredible mission surrounded by uh, other amazing 
uh, teachers and staff members that are excellent and that we all are working together to uh, make um, our school better. Um, I do believe that you just, as an instructor, you don't end up being thinking that you're at the top of the game at your game because then you have to leave um, your profession. Um, everybody is we we push ourselves and we push our students and we get to celebrate um, the wonder of living in this beautiful downtown Northampton with so many uh, cultures and languages as part of it. If someone knows somebody who could benefit from the services that ILI offers or if somebody wants to support ILI's work, how do they get in touch with you? Well, our um, website is ili.edu and uh, just Google International Language Institute. And um, I'm Carolyn and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And we have an amazing volunteer tutor program, which I didn't speak about, but um, would love to, if anybody is interested in volunteering their time, um, and working with amazing people like David and others, uh, we'd love to welcome you to our school. And to do that, do you need to speak another language? Absolutely not. You need to have uh, a warm heart um, and, well, I guess everybody does have a warm heart, but welcoming <laughs> and uh, just excited to learn about other cultures and your own culture, too. Well. David Toko, thank you so much for the work that you're doing in the Peace Valley Foundation and for joining us today. Your story is powerful. Your experience is just, uh, well, it tells us what's so important about ILI. Carolyn Gear, thank you for what you do and what your colleagues do at ILI. It's the International Language Institute's 40th birthday. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And thank you both for um, letting us come on and share the good news about ILI and David. Dreamed I was flying And high up above My eyes could clearly see The Statue of Liberty Sailing away to sea And I dreamed I was flying Well, we come on the ship they call This is Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg.